are you going to begin this episode with your apology, or are you going to? Would you rather wait and, and, and close the episode with it? As Joey understands, I have a lot going on. Sometimes time just gets away from you. Is that your apology? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I'm glad you know what I'm talking about, at least. I'm sorry. My schedule does not allow for a Sunday edition. Oh, listen to little Billy Big Boots here. Oh, my schedule was rather busy. It was. Elizabeth, you don't seem to understand, okay? Have you heard the expression, quality over quantity? Have you heard that expression? Yes. Okay, don't you understand? We are not offering people anything in the way of quality. Therefore, quantity <laughs> is all we have. Two episodes a week. That's how we've got to do it. Well, geez, Michael. Good uh, thing we recorded two today. Yes, indeed. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Friends Till the End, your one-stop shop for all things friends, as we run down the whole bloody podcast. You know, I, I was listening to something today. I, I like to do a little bit of podcast like research, trying to get like legs up in the biz. Yes. And some people say, like after episode six, you should stop recapping what your podcast is, and you should just let... After that, you just need to let your audience figure out... What in the hell we are and what we're talking about? Well, like, if they're just coming in... Like, if they've downloaded you at that point, they clearly know what you're doing. So So should we stop? I don't know. What would you mean, we? You don't ever do the introduction. So should we, I, you stop? Yeah, I don't know. It just feels kind of right at this point. All right. This could be it. This could be the episode where we don't introduce... I kind of did. We did just kind of go into it with me... It felt berating right. me. It felt all right. Yeah, it felt really right, actually, berating you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, uh, so we did miss out on a, an episode. We did try and get two out a week. Uh, apologies for people that were looking for it last time, and we did not release. It is because Elizabeth is acting in a bloody play like Joey. <laughs> is, it a, is it a Sigmund Freud musical that you're appearing in? <laughs> It is. is I play it? the couch. Oh, great. Yes. So you just get uh, Matt LeBlanc to lie on you for two and a half hours. Solid. No, no, no. The patients lie on me. He sits in his chair. That's true. It'd be quite unprofessional if your therapist spent the whole time lying on the couch. <laughs> Although. So, yeah, we, we we did miss an episode, but in order to make it up to you, we're, we're doubling down this week. We are. Two for one. Two for one. That's and right. It's not even a seven and seven type week. It's not seven podcasts in seven days, and it's not a two-parter either. That's when we normally do, you know, back to a double episode. But yes. today we just thought, what the hell, we want to watch a couple of episodes, we haven't watched one in a while, let's let's just do it. Sounds good. And that and, and the other good thing about that is I only have one Ask Elizabeth question, so <laughs> I don't have to... <laughs> bother putting out the, the call for another one. I mean, people aren't, like, chomping at the bit oh, I, to I ask mean, me questions oh, about life and friends. And... Look, I already have enough questions to get us through till the end of season 10. <laughs> I got a bit of exciting news over the weekend, Elizabeth. Yeah, what? Before we get to Ask Elizabeth, I have my own Ask Elizabeth for you. Yes? What would you say if I told you that rather than 10 seasons of Friends, we might have 11 seasons of Friends to cover on this podcast. What? Yeah, that's right. What is that? What do you mean? The internet was all abuzz over the weekend. I know, Why? I know you don't go on social media, so you didn't know this, but there was a, there was a post on... Um, Twitter? A, no, it was a Facebook page, <laughs> a David Schwimmer Facebook page, and it was just... Oh, God, that sounds awful. <laughs> All right. Sorry, sorry, keep going. It was like the Friends font, and it was something like, coming 2018, No. one more season. No! Hashtag the one where they come back for one more season. No. Yeah. Well, the, the one where they're old, and is it is set in like a, an elderly home? Well, how would you feel? How do you feel about tacking on one more season to the experiment? I mean... That's cool. Yeah? It'll probably be a, like hold a lot more weight for those who have followed the show religiously. Mm-hmm. For me, it'll be like, oh, this is kind of cool to see them older or whatever. But I imagine for those who have watched this through the 90s, the thousands, watch the reruns constantly all the time, talk about it in their daily life like many of the people I surround myself seem to, I bet it'd be awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, that's cool. As long as it's everyone is the same. I don't like... Them recasting people and trying mm. to be like them. No, mm. no, 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 no. Well, it's not happening. 
Unfortunately. Oh, come on. No. Are you getting me all excited? Well, what am I supposed to do with that? Everything I said was true. That that was posted, but it was re- uh, it was revealed pretty quickly to be a hoax. Well, so, like, the internet was a buzz for a little bit, but then they realized that um, the the David Schwimmer of the Facebook that they posted on, his name was spelled incorrectly. Oh, my God. And they also sort of put in his bio, I play Dr. Ross Geller on Friends. And uh, Geller was spelled wrong as well. So, was everyone was sort of like, hmm... Perhaps this is not true. Plus, there have been many, many uh, interviews of pretty much all of the cast categorically saying there won't ever be any reunion. So, oh well. Okay, Guess well, you we'll got just, me all excited for nothing, we'll so just that's have, cool. Well, look, how can you get excited about it? You don't even know where we left off from, so you don't, like, <laughs> season 10... I have 10, no idea, you're Season right. 10 could finish, and you'd be like, I never want to watch another single minute of that as long as I live. I don't know, the way season 2 is going, it's really... It's captivating. Really? Season one captivating. is crap. Season two, I'm in it. Captivating. I'm in it now. You make it sound like fucking Breaking Bad. I mean, it could be the wine. <laughs> it's most certainly the wine. It could be the fact that I feel very similarly to some of the characters and some Monica. of their characteristics. Mm-hmm. Monica, so much Monica mm-hmm. and Phoebe. It could be the wine, again. Yeah. Or it could be the fact that... I finally get all those references. So when people talk to me about Friends, I say, okay, from season two, episode 20 on, like before, mm-hmm. you can tell me. I know who Richard is. We can oh, now talk about Richard. I, no, I had I had someone at my work talk to me about how he felt a loss. He had to go away from someone for a while, and he felt he felt the same way Chandler and Joey did when Chandler was looking out the rainy window and Joey was looking out his little, like, glass window that was oh my god like, you fountain. got that reference yes yes i got it and i was like i, I know what you mean now <laughs> so i feel like i'm finally joining the world do you feel like you're joining some super cool club kind of yeah something i wasn't privy to and now the doors to the new elizabeth club is finally <laughs> swung open but you know what now i'm hearing more and more randomly simpson references i'm like i don't know what that means dental plan these are huge prices dental plan no, nothing. Something about Smithers I heard today. Yeah, Smithers is a character. Oh, okay. But it was like, hmm, Smithers. I don't know the way he said it. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Cool. All right. And we've talked about Simpsons before, but let's let's move along. What episode are we on, Michael? We are on, well, today we're covering two. We're doing season two, episodes 19 and 20. So we're doing the one where Eddie won't go and the one where Old Yellow dies. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So lots to talk about. But before we get to that, shall we have a good old-fashioned Ask Elizabeth? We shall. Okay. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Ask Elizabeth. Cool. That was really good. Yeah. We're really good at this. The question comes from, dare I say it, like, I don't want to rank our listeners and, like, our contributors on the show. You should but... not rank. No one is more important than anyone else. Okay, but at MovieMan underscore, he's contributed a few times and he always says very lovely things to us on Twitter, so... Does you he know, say how beautiful my voice sounds? He has, Especially when I had that cold. He's yet to say that. Come on, movie man underscore... That's it. That's it? Just ends with an underscore to catch you <laughs> off guard. Oh, okay. But, um, no, he's great. And, you know, it's kind of like your children. You're not meant to have favorites, but I think he's probably kind of our favorite. You shouldn't be partial, but you are. Uh, <laughs> much what like about Nick Breaker? Yeah, he's, he's good, He's contributed too. a couple. He's done very well yeah. as well. Yeah. They're all great. His question for you, Elizabeth, this time is... If you could make a perfect friend's boyfriend for yourself, which qualities would you take from Joey, Chandler, and Ross and combine them to make a guy of your liking? So looks, personalities, flaws, etc. And I think we can open wow. this up to the ladies as well. Because, you know, because gender, is... gender is fluid. Sexuality is a spectrum. Let's, let's get this right. <laughs> so we'll open it up to all of them. You know, take, take your qualities from the six of them. For your ideal wow, significant other. That's an, a really, really good question. Mm. Way better than any of yours have ever been. Yeah. <laughs> no, thank that's you, fine. movie man underscore. Pause. So it's established that Chandler, looks-wise, is is my preference. So what you I wouldn't would, mix the Hold looks? on. Hold oh, your horses. Okay. I would take Ross's height, first of all. Okay. Is he much taller than Chandler? He just, his body's great. Ross's body is yes, great? Yes, oh, right. yes. Okay. Yes. 
So I'm going to take Ross's body. He's off it on the cover of Muscle and Fitness magazine. Yeah. No, of course oh. not. <laughs> Scalable written on the ceiling. <laughs> okay, so I would take Ross's height and his body and add Chandler's face. Sorry to say, in season two, I would keep Ross's hair. Season one, Whoa. horrendous. Season two, he's got a full, thick lock. He still has tons of grease and, and wax in it, but mm-hmm. but like he's got a nice okay. head of hair. So we got Chandler's face. I would add personalities of lots of them. So I would add Joey's love of the theater. An appreciation for being a different character. Stop. Don't judge me. Let me finish. I would add Chandler's dry sense of humor because I do like a good wit. I would also add Ross's uh, money. He's. <laughs> I'm sorry. He clearly makes the most money of the men. It's obvious. Right? Um. Yes. He can afford to live on his own. He's a doctor of... Paleontology. Chandler's making good bank. Yeah, he's probably fine. But he still has a roommate and needs one. I don't know if he does need one. Alright, well, I would take his money. Okay? Okay. I would add in Phoebe's love and acceptance of everyone. Okay. You know, just kind of like, like this perfect guy would probably be vegan. I know none of them maybe are. I don't know if she is or if she's vegetarian. Vegetarian. I don't okay. even know if vegan But just like add that in there. Her, her love and acceptance of seeing people... In a different way than maybe Joey would instinctively judge someone or Rachel, you know? Mm. She she kind of sees someone for their full potential. Mm. Uh, okay. Mm. This was movie men underscores question to ask Elizabeth. This is an Ask Michael, Michael. And then, hmm. Rachel's never really done anything for me. I'd probably, I love Monica, but I don't know what I would I would include about her. Because I don't think I'd want someone as anal as I already am in there. She's funny. Like, Rachel's funny at times, but... So I think it's just those four I'd really add add into to make the perfect partner. Okay. But probably Rachel's tits, right? <laughs> nah, I'll take Chandler's tits. <laughs> I'm worried about Chandler right now. He is looking uh, pretty, pretty thin in the episodes that we're watching right is now. He? Yeah. I oh, think I he's... Notice. I think the... I don't know. It, it, like, it's a very well-publicized fact that he goes through various stages of alcohol and drug problems through oh. the show's run, and generally speaking, you can track them based on his fluctuations in weight, and he really doesn't look super healthy right now. What kind of drugs? I can't remember. I, I, I think alcohol comes into it, but it is probably other stuff as well. But, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's fine. Yeah, it has a happy ending. You know, he turns out all right. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So that's why I chose Ross's body. Yeah, right. Chandler's too thin for me. Don't worry, he, he 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 bulks up a wee bit as we go on. But you had a lot of um, issues to say about what how I was choosing my perfect partner to be. Nah, I don't know. Your face said a lot as I was going through it. I don't think Joey loves the theater. Oh well, he loves making money and he loves being well known. He's he an likes... actor. He's he's in it for the fame though. Like if you offered him a, like a bit part role on on a soap opera and a role on on like. In a play, he would take the TV role. Okay, I'm sorry. I guess I meant theater in a very broad term. Okay. So he, he loves... I mean, he's dedicated his life to do that. He lives in New York City, and that's what he wants to do. He wants to be an actor. He has no other skills. I mean, he's not smart. He certainly isn't. But he can play a role. All right, this... Whoops. People are chomping at the bit. They're okay. just like, get to friends! I'm sorry, Talk that was a wonderful it. question. It was very good. Thank you, at MovieMan underscore, whose name is Greg, by the way. I Thank you, Greg. His, his Twitter bio. Cheers, Greg. With two G's or one G? Just one. Greggles? What? Can we call him Greggles? I, I, I don't know. Okay. Alright, thanks movie man underscore. Get into it. Go. Alright, the one where Eddie won't go. Season 2, episode 19. First premiered March 28th, 1996. You're going so slow. What's wrong? We are actually in a bit of a rush. Elizabeth, uh, what are we thinking in terms of ratings? I couldn't tell you. It was higher than the last episode, which was 30.1 mil. What are we talking this time around? Higher. Um, 30.1. Um, I'd say 30. I don't know, 8? 30.8. It was 31.2. So yes, you got there just within the half million mark. So good job. Awesome. The episode opens. There's no time to celebrate. (laughs) The episode opens with Eddie watching Chandler sleeping. Chandler wakes up and he is not a happy chap. 
So creepy. Mm-hmm. Well, would you be happy? He's just standing there. Well, he's no. sitting there watching him. Well, I, I mean, I've told you the story before, but like I had, like I woke up. Well, they weren't even watching me sleeping, but I woke up with like a roommate shaking me in the past, and I literally like mustered the kind of strength that you get when like your baby's trapped under a big fallen tree and i like threw him across the room and he like smashed through a chair it was really funny how old were you uh like oh 21 or two probably (laughs) like it was wonderful your baby's under a tree yeah yeah and then i couldn't sleep properly for like two weeks after oh buddy yeah so trauma don't watch me sleep in or try to wake me up when I'm sleeping in the middle of the night, I guess. Um, but yes, Eddie's watching him sleeping. Chandler freaks out. He wants him out. He's like, Eddie, I want you to move out. That's what he says. Mm-hmm. Get out of here, Eddie. Mm-hmm. And Eddie's just like, oh, if you really want me to leave, you just need to ask. And he's like, okay, I want you to leave. I want to hear it from your mouth, is what he says. Because Eddie's acting a little funny. Could Chandler just tell him I want you out? He does. No, but like... Could he then, but like, he doesn't have the power to actually make him go. Like, no. if Eddie was just sort of like, mm, fuck you. I mean, if his, if, I don't know whose name is on the lease. Well, Chandler it, must Chandler. be. I don't know if they added his name once Joey left. But. If he added his name to the lease, he wouldn't have a leg to stand on. If he didn't add the name to the lease. Well, I think that he. I don't really know if he could kick him out, especially since if he's paid for his half of the rent or whatever, then he's entitled to stay there, right? Mm. Like, that's, I feel like, what any judge would say. Mm. So, I don't know. It's a really tricky one. Mm. Especially when, like, trying to get an apartment in New York City, that's got to be hard. So, anyway, Eddie is just like, all right, fine, whatever, I'll be gone before you get home from work tomorrow. And we're like, oh, well, that's a relief. And we open the episode, and Joey is wearing a fucking train hat. Is that what it was? A train hat? It's like a yeah. It's like someone that was like shoveling coal on a steam engine. <laughs> yeah, wear. yeah. It's like a leather brown. Mm-hmm. I first thought it was a bus driver hat, and then I realized it was well, maybe kind of a train too. conductor. Just like yeah, sort of old school. Type. Someone that's working in old timey transportation. Anyway. Yeah. So the girls have a have a laugh at him. Uh, rightly so. And it just we we go back to it. You know, money doesn't buy you taste. We've we've seen that with Joey's apartment, and we see it right here. But Joey, he's he's not sweating too much that he doesn't have a job on Days of Our Lives anymore. He's he's pretty confident he's going to find new work. He feels good about it. Yes, he does. Yeah. So <laughs> I guess everything will be fine for him. Yeah, he feels fine. He's Thanks. cool. Cool. Not sweating it. We'll check back with him later. Mm-hmm. Hopefully he'll still be okay. Uh, the ladies, Phoebe and Monica, are obsessing over this kind of like self-help guru book that's teaching them all about womanly power yeah it's like a feminist empowerment mm-hmm. book be your own windkeeper be your own windkeeper are you your own windkeeper yes you are that's good rachel kind of asked them about it and they're kind of talking about it and it sounds like the language they're using it's meant to like sound very empowering the guys are what, what do they say the guys are lightning strikes lightning the, rods the no light- not rod hmm. Le- Lightning the lightning bolts? takers. Lightning. I mean, when we watched it, what half an hour ago? You'd think we could remember. <laughs> it's but... the wine, Michael. Yeah, it it kind of talk. It, it's like they're like talking about lightning keeper. The lightning keeper. Yeah, it's like they're talking about like young adult fiction books. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's a, like of, a Twilight. Yeah, it's thing. like Hunger Games language. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, you must see the lightning keeper, and he will give you your wind back. And where all the women are, each other are goddesses, mm-hmm. you know. They're talking about, like, pools of inner power. That was one that I wrote Wisdom down. Wisdom of, of truth and... <laughs> you didn't write it down, clearly. You didn't... I your diligent down, note-taking I wrote it down you. in my mind. Um, not really, though. The notebook of my mind. All right, Frankie. From Grace and Frankie. Oh, good reference. That's a compliment. Yeah, it is. I want to grow up to be her. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey goes to see Estelle, his agent. We get to see Estelle again. Love Second her. time for that character. She's great, huh? Third time for that actress. But yes, she's very good. Did you notice that she does a joke that uh, Family Guy will go on to rip off a couple of no. decades later? What is it? She's a bit like Joey's freaking out. She's like, Joey, look at me. Look at me. Do I have lipstick on my teeth? 
That's uh, something that uh, Family Guy do in an episode. Peter's like talking to Joe. He's like, Joe, look at me. Look at me. Do I have something in my teeth? Damn wow. you, Family Guy, stealing jokes. Wow, that's pretty obscure. How the hell did you think of that? I don't know. Just came to me. Dang. Yeah. I watch a lot of television. Don't so. have much of a social life. Estelle's just like, Joey, I'm going to find you work. Don't worry. I've got you an audition. You're gonna. It's for a taxi driver in something or other. Mm-hmm. And Joey doesn't want it. No, because it only has two lines. It's only got two lines. It's a step down. Yep. Doesn't want to take it. His ego gets real big, huh? Yeah. Like he was in, what, six episodes of Days of Our Lives? I'm not sure how many, but he feels it would be kind of a disservice to himself to take something lesser than that role he played on Days of Our Lives. Well, what, Days of Our Lives is on every day of the week, right? I think so, He's yeah. been in it for like five weeks, so maybe he's been in 20 episodes. Yeah, which is a good run. Not for a show that's been on since the 1960s. Like, there's know, characters I that mean... have been in, the, like, in a soap opera, like, you can have that job for decades if you play your cards right. I guess. Like, he is not going to be remembered very well. I guess, but it's still a, it's his first big thing. I mean, yeah. it's a big deal. That's fair enough. But he doesn't want it. Anyway, we go back to the coffee shop in Central Perk. Rachel seems to have read this book over the course of her shift. Mm -hmm. Like, she's very, very moved by the book. Nobody works, Michael. Well, nobody works, but also Rachel, like, reads, like, Johnny Five from Short Circuit. I don't know what that means. Okay, he's a robot that can just, like, flip through a book and reads it. Yeah. And, like, because she... In between the time Joey has left the coffee shop and gone to meet with Estelle, she has read the book. And she's like, God, those men, those bloody men with their wind stealing. They're those, the worst. Those bloody wind jammers. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, she becomes very sensitive about things. Ross turns up and is like, oh, hey, we need to go. We've got to go see a movie. And Rachel finally calls Ross out for all of his bullshit. All of his domineering, controlling, patriarchy bullshit. No wonder his ex-wife turned into a lesbian magically overnight. <laughs> That's not how it happens. I'm well aware of that. Please don't hate me. Internet. No. Um, yeah, he's like, you know, we gotta go. And she's like, I'm not gonna give in to your timetable for everything. He's like, but the movie starts at this time and I didn't put that in place. It's just how it is. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I need to be alone. I need to process everything. And Monica and Phoebe are like, yeah, you go, girl. You tell them. Mm-hmm. Woo. And then she drops the immortal line, how will you let me, how do you expect me to grow if you don't let me blow? Yes. Which gets a big laugh because it's another obscure blowjob joke. Is it? Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Grow like a boner? Well, the, well no. I mean, in the context of the book, she wants to grow as a person. So she's she is the wind. So yes. she needs to blow. Yeah. But then there's, like, big silence, and everyone laughs, and then Ross is like, well, you know I'm okay with you doing that. Because he's okay with her giving him blood. Ick. Yeah, right? Gross. Can't even think about that. Well, that's what it is. Like, they spend 20 seconds on it. Ick. It's like, yeah, there's been a lot of kind of smutty humor in this mm-hmm. that they don't expressly say. But now that I'm... And it went straight over my head as an 11-year-old. But now, I'm a grown man of the world. I know about these things. Has it scarred you from watching this show? It's, uh, well, I mean, I will, all I, <laughs> it hasn't scarred me so much, but it's, it's made me form a lower opinion of my parents for letting me watch this show so young. Nah, what it's only guys things thinking? here and there. It's not enough. I was to a child. Like, nah, it's not enough to, to be like. They weren't doing their due diligence. They should have turned that <laughs> shit off and put Rugrats back on or something. Dude, that had some shit in it, man. Did it? Yeah. <laughs> Totally. We don't have time. All right. Joey is uh, chatting with Ross in his apartment. He gets a credit card bill. It's a lot. Oh, my God. He spent a lot of money on porcelain animals. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, like each door, he's he spent like one to four grand mm-hmm. per. It's bad. Ross kind of tries to help him out by like telling him, oh, you need to take that audition for that job so that you can work. Yep. So you can pay for it. And Joey is, like, insulted by that. He's like, no, I was on the soap opera for five minutes. I don't have to be a taxi driver. It's his this ego. Is bullshit. Yeah, it's his ego. Ross is trying to help him. Yes. You you didn't seem to think Ross was right, in the right here. Well, the thing is, Joey wanted from his friend 
to say, like, no, you can do that. You know, he wanted extra support. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ross is saying, like, why don't, like, why don't you just... But Ross doesn't... Ross lives in the real world. Yeah. Okay, Ross is, like... It's all very well and good to put your arm around him and be like, everything's going to be okay, you're going to get your big break. You could, He could still do that, but Joey needs to hear the fact that he's got to pay these fucking bills, so maybe he should swallow his pride and do this job. Yes, but it's hard for him. He just lost the biggest gig of his life. Mm-hmm. And he needed something else in that moment, and he wanted something else from his friend mm-hmm. in that time. So he couldn't see past all of that. He was blinded because he wasn't getting what he wanted from his friend right then. You know what I mean? And, and no, Ross is in the right. You need to pay. You need to pay this. This is outrageous. But Joey's like, everything's falling apart, essentially. He just wants someone to support him. I mean, Ross has all the subtlety of a sledgehammer here. He's just sort of like, you know, you might not get another job. I don't know you're going to be a, a big success. True. and No, he, but the thing is, he's, he's just being honest. Like, it's yeah. true. And he did say, he's you know, it took you 10 years to get this gig. Who knows how long mm. it'll be till the next one. And that probably really hurts Joey. You know, he kind of brushes it off real quick, but... But you seem to think, you know, he's got this job. That's going to help him find more. Yes. With now that on his resume, that's... I think he will get more opportunities because... the, the I mean, think about it. How many films has Leonardo DiCaprio been in? Or, like, you know, certain people he's done. He's been in a few. And once you've, once you've done some... Once you've been in Titanic, you can be in other films. And maybe win an Oscar once. I mean... Is Law and Order SVU not shooting at this time? I don't think so. No. When did oh, that show start? Maybe. Or not? Or maybe just maybe Law it's and like Order. In the thousands. Dung dunk. Like yeah, he, I know, but everybody is is in that show. I know, yeah, but that's the thing. Like the more you can add to your resume, the better. Like, mm-hmm. and if he loves it so much, just do everything, even if it's if, if it is a hit. I have never got the sense that Joy loves acting. I think that's my problem with really? him. Really? I don't think he his heart's in it. I think he wants the fame and the money, but I don't think he he has a passion for acting. I think he's immature. I think that he wants uh, the fame and the money and the women that come from it and whatever. But I do think that he would have decided to do something else if his heart wasn't fully in it. Or had another hobby, at least. I think if you offered him, like, a spot on reality TV... He would do and it. And a slightly lower-paying job on in theater or on, like, some sort of quirky indie drama... I think he would take reality TV. I agree. I agree. So he's not a serious but actor. For him, that he still thinks that probably might get him something that he wants for his long-term goal. Mm-hmm. Which is what? I don't know. Maybe a starring role in a film? He's not interested in, in, in stage as much as he is film. Look, That's the difference. Joey, this is all very hard things for you to hear, but we're only saying this because we love you, man. It's true. It's tr- we, we're we, rooting for you. We are. We just want you to find your place. And pay your fucking credit card bills. We'll be there for you. I guess we will. All right, good. Uh, Chandler returns home. He thinks Eddie's gone. Eddie's not gone. He's hiding behind the counter. He's uh, dehydrating fruit. It's horrifying. Is that a thing? What is What is this? What is this magic technology? It's what, like a dehydrator. What does that do? It dehydrates fruit. Takes the, the M word out of it. I can't say it. But I'm sorry, why, everyone. Why, what are the benefits of that? You know, like when you get figs mm-hmm. or apricots that are all like mushy yeah. and yeah, they're dehydrated. Right. And you can eat them, a lot of them, and right. get the the vitamins and the nutrients no, out of it. They're all gone. No, it just takes the M word out. Do you want to tell them what the mm. M word is? Moisture. I can't say the M word. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so then you can eat a bunch right. of them and still get all the protein and nutrients, vitamins, all that crap. All right, we've got an episode and a half to go. We literally can't dwell on this. Okay. I know. I, you I, me, no, man. I know. I appreciate it, and I just realized I'm going off on ten. You need to hold me accountable. You need to keep me focused and on track. Okay. But the wine. Well, <laughs> we're in trouble here. <laughs> we don't have the bandwidth anymore for these long episodes. Oh, right, the bandwidth, which <laughs> I still don't understand what the fuck that is. Uh-huh. Um, so he hasn't moved out, basically. Is there something to be said about the ethics of vilifying a character that is clearly mentally ill in this show? Say more. So Eddie is not all there. He forgets conversations. He's delusional at times. He, He is mentally ill. Okay. And they're just like, oh, you're so annoying. You're cuckoo bananas. Get out of my house. Like, it's not 
terribly responsible. It's not, but at the same time, Chandler, I think, is actually afraid for his life. Uh, that's fair, but they're playing it largely for laughs. As much as they do being a lesbian for laughs. Yeah. Being fat for laughs. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Am I being a snowflake? Should a I little. shut the fuck up? All a right. little. Okay, fine. The ladies are having a, are, are doing some quiz based on the book. Yeah. It's like sort of like has a has a lightning taker ever. I don't know. I don't know the language. I didn't write it down. It's like, have you ever been happy when putting another goddess down? Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, like yeah. That. something like. And they basically start arguing because they start calling each other out, and they're like, "Oh, you did that to me all the time. You do that." Yeah, those they'll pick out specific times. They'll be like, mm-hmm. "Well, remember Bobby so and so in ninth grade? Yeah. You had sex with him an hour after I broke up with him." Or no, no. well, you're mixing the, the stories up. You're combining the two stories there. Okay. Rachel kissed a, a boy that Monica liked during Spin the Bottle, and Monica was like, that bottle was pointing at me, and Rachel was like, well, of course it was pointing at you, you took up half the circle. Another laughing at a fat joke, which is cheap. It was pretty good, though. Cheap. You kind of laughed, too. Cheap. And no, then, I went, oh! And then Phoebe had sex with uh, an ex of Monica's an hour after they broke up, which is uh, not cool. Not cool, Phoebes. So they basically start, you know, home troops are revealed. They start arguing. We've seen this before. You know, people kind of start calling people out on things that they did in their past. Sure. So things not looking too good. This book that's about womanhood and sisterhood, bringing them together, it's just forcing them further apart. I know. Joy looks for reassurance in an unlikely place after Ross was no help. He goes to the coffee shop and he has a wee heart-to-heart with Gunther. Gunther gets more than one word. Gunther gets a conversation here. I don't understand. What do you mean you don't understand? So they they sit and they talk. Yeah. And he's like, you know, they... They killed off my character. They killed off my character. And and Gunther's like, well, how did they do that? And Joey says, well, they, you know, I I, I fell down an elevator shaft. And he's like, oh, that's too bad. I... How did he die? Died in this avalanche or something? Yes, I think yeah. he died in an avalanche. Something like, oh, well, no, I died in an avalanche. And Joey was like, wait, what? Alluding to the fact that Gunther was a TV actor mm-hmm. and now turned coffee shop manager, owner, worker, yep. whatever. He was Bryce in All My Children. Yes. So he, he talks about the fact that, yeah, you know, before that I was Bryce in All My Children. And was that true? Is that an actual... What is All My Children? A sitcom. It is? Yeah. It's a sitcom or a soap opera? I thought it was a sitcom, but I could uh-huh. be wrong. Um, I'm going through his IMDb page right now. No. No, okay, so it's just like a, a joke. That would, be fun. That, that would be very meta if they did that, but obviously then he would have to be... He couldn't be Gunther. He, he wasn't to, a good enough actor to... He would have to be James Michael Tyler. He, but yes, it was good. He wasn't a good enough actor to be actually Bryce in All My Children. <laughs> I didn't think he was very good. Was Bryce... You don't think Gunther was very good? No, I don't. He gets better, man. He's real good. He gets so a lot. So he's in it more, we huh? We've got a lot of laughs to come from Gunther. Oh, man. Gunther. He is. Listen, when when him and Dr. Richard Burke get their own spinoff, oh, boy. Oh, boy. You're going to be all right? How are so you going to manage? So this pushes Joey to be like, oh, shit, I'll, I better do that audition. So he does the, the, the taxi audition. He botches it. He kind of like... Again, his ego comes into play. He's like, oh, in Days of Our Lives, they didn't fax over our script. They sent it to us. He, he ruins it, basically. He reads the words wrong, and he, he doesn't get the part. No. He fucked up. He fucked up. He fucked up. The ladies are not speaking to each other. They're taking each other's wind. <laughs> Rachel gives them cake, and they, they make up. Yeah. Is, there, is there more to that scene? Well, no, Phoebe's basically like, you know, we. this is exactly what the book didn't want us want to happen. I love you guys. Like, let's not let this happen again. Oh, the irony. Mm-hmm. The Boom, shakalaka, hug, hug, hug. We're yeah. good. They take, and then she takes the cake away. She does, because it would come out of her paycheck, Michael, mm-hmm. and clearly she can't afford it. Yep. Um, there are two or three other scenes where Chandler is yelling at Eddie to move out, and he just he's always like, yeah, cool, I'll go, and then we cut back to it later, and he's like, oh, what are you talking about? He just, he just doesn't seem to remember. No, no, no. He has no recollection of it but he did get a fish he did get a fish a, a real, real one, one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's a scene where chandler sleeps in monica and rachel's apartment because he's afraid to sleep in the house he's like sleeping on the couch and monica just sort of stares at him and gets real close for for some reason kind of weird why hmm. um and he wakes up and he's freaked out so yeah he just keeps on thinking that he's gone and then he 
he, he turn you know one time he turns up at Central Perk and he's got a, a like a mannequin head. You know, he's just clearly a very delusional guy. Phoebe seems to warm to him towards the end. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Joey is having all of his stuff repossessed. Ross comes over. He apologizes for being so blunt. He feels bad. He tries to buy back some of his stuff. He like he gets him a little gift to make him feel better. So he's like saying to the re- the repo guys, "Oh hey, how much for this parrot?" And the guy's like twelve hundred dollars. He's like, "Fuck that! I'm not paying twelve hundred dollars for that shit parrot." So instead, he buys like back the the porcelain dog for Joey, and that's a nice little gift. Yeah. So clearly, Ross has the money, like I alluded to earlier. Mm-hmm. I guess. Chandler, like, during that scene where Eddie is talking to them all in Central Perk, it's revealed that Eddie kind of just lives in his own fantasy world. He kind of describes a scene where Chandler and he took a road trip to Vegas and Chandler won big and bought nice shoes. So Chandler, from this, clearly gets the idea that he's kind of living in cloud cuckoo land. So he's just like, uh, I'm just going to trick him, basically. Eddie comes home one day that his key doesn't fit in the lock. He knocks on the door. He's like, hey, what's going on? And Chandler just pretends like he's never been there before. And he's like, what are you talking about? I'm your roommate. And Chandler goes, oh, I've already got a roommate. And swivel around in the chair. There's Joey! Hooray! Yeah, I was happy. The bracelet buddies are back together. Yeah. And Eddie's just kind of like, oh, okay. Sorry. And he's gone. Off he goes. Oh, I'm sorry. I must have the wrong apartment. And off he goes. Yeah. Yeah. And the boys celebrate by playing foosball with one of his dried pieces of fruit. Cantaloupe. <laughs> yep. And that is the end of The Ballad of Eddie. Thank God. Three episodes in. You hate Eddie. I hate I'm not a big it. fan of Eddie. We've been getting some Twitter love for Eddie. What? Yeah, some people like him. Get out of town. People like him. Get out. Some people like him. Who? I ran a poll. I, I don't want to name names. You ran a poll? I did run a poll. About who likes Eddie and who doesn't? I did. Get out of here. After he took his fish with him. And left the apartment and put it in his pocket so you know the fish is going to die. He's mentally ill, Elizabeth. You don't have to explain that to me, man. Yeah, the poll I ran was, have we missed Judge Daddy? Is he a good egg? And the options were, yes, wish he was in it more, and nope. And with 57% of the vote, yes, wish he was in it more. No. Yeah, he's gone. Guys. He won. He won. Guys. Well... People want more of him. I mean, we only got three episodes of him. Spoiler alert, he doesn't come back. Thank God. I would have liked, like, I think three episodes is about as far as you can take that character. I think in that last episode, they kind of went a bit extreme with him. Yes. But I would have liked to have seen him interacting more with the other friends. Like, there's only, like, two scenes, and it's very limited. And Phoebe ends up really liking him. Yeah, which is just, like, the sort of punchline to end it. Yeah. But that kind of wraps up the episode. Mm -hmm. We finish with Joey and Chandler moving back in together, moving stuff around. They're kind of moving the dog around, and they're kind of just talking about how Joey actually kind of hates the dog, and he didn't want Ross to buy it for him. And it's a big joke. And it's very funny. Ha ha ha. Did you like the episode, Elizabeth? It was fine. Great. Let's move on to the next one. <laughs> What's the next one, Michael? Season 2, episode 20. The one where old Yeller dies. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, brother. First aired April 4th, 1996. What are we talking about in terms of viewership, Elizabeth? The last episode was 31.2. This one is lower. 30.7. 27.4. Oh, That's shit. a drop, right? Holy crap, yeah. that's a lot. That's a lot of people. Almost 4 million. Wow, that's a In huge hit. In one week. Hit. Like, they didn't even take a break. That's a huge yeah, hit. that's a big hit. I wonder what was going on then. Dang. That is the lowest of the season. Wow, and I liked this one. And like, yeah, almost like pretty much half of the 52.9 that they got during the Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. Big hit. Don't know what's going on. So we open in Monica and Rachel's apartment. Dr. Burke's there. Hooray! Yeah, he sure is. Dr. Richard Burke. Yes, he is. Eye doctor to the stars. <laughs> He's there with Monica. Ross and Rachel are there too, I guess. Uh, they are watching Old Yeller. Is it Old Yeller? Old Yeller? Old Yeller. Okay. This is not... This is an American film. <gasps> this, the, really? The, yeah, we didn't watch this shit. Oh, okay. I kind of thought that you had. No, I I have never seen it, but I also, it's not like, it's not shown on British television, really. 
Okay. We don't, yeah. It's, it's very sad. Right. I get it. Like, the dog dies at the end, right? They have to kill him. Is it like Marley and Me sad? It's worse I than Marley and Me. I haven't seen that. No, Marley and Me's pretty sad. No, it, they have to kill him. Because he gets rabies. Because he gets rabies. Mm. It's so sad. It's really sad. Yeah, I remember watching it as a kid and being really upset. Anywho, um, <laughs> Phoebe comes around and she's like, why are you all sad? It's Old Yeller. It's a great film. It's about a dog who saves his family and everyone's happy. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. No, she doesn't. And I was right there with her because I didn't know either. But apparently, <laughs> yeah, she, uh, her mom used to like shelter her from these and turn off the movies before the sad parts happen. Yeah, and she would make up an alternative ending. Right. Yeah. Uh, the the great irony being that she would then go on to kill herself and traumatize her kids Oof, way more. Tough. Yeah, dark, so dark. Really Phoebe, dark. Phoebe's backstory is wicked dark. I know. So anyway, uh, Phoebe for the very first time sees the ending to Old Yeller, and she is traumatized beyond belief. It's really sad. I don't blame her. You know, yeah. if she thinks it's one thing, and then all of a sudden she's like, "Wait, what's happening? Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah. That's sad. The the boy shoots his dog? No, I think the uh, like the father of the family does. I'm pretty sure, but I could be wrong. Is it sadder than that bit in Beethoven when Charles Grodin is driving Beethoven to be put down and he looks at him like in the mirror and goes, I'm sorry, you were my dog too. It's really sad. I don't remember that. And then Stanley Tucci is one of the henchmen. I don't remember that. Oh, it was real sad. Why do they have to put him down? Because he someone? No, the the evil man whose job is putting dogs down, like, puts on the fake blood and pretend and slaps people right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, that's what I said. Because he bit someone. Yeah. Quote, unquote. Oh, God, I don't mm. remember that moment. I only remember the second one with the horrible music. From the day I fall in love, from the day I fall in love. When she gets her first kiss, when Rice, when her daughter, his daughter's name is Rice, yeah, gets her well, first kiss. I said about that there. Yeah, I love that song in Beethoven's second because it's like a sort of proper like power ballad. You think it's like Luther Vandross and Mariah Carey, and then like at the end they're like roll over Beethoven, and you're like, holy shit, they wrote this song for that fucking movie. Yeah, Charles Grodin is actually a really good actor. Oh, I know he is, but that is not the point I'm making at all. It's also got Chris Penn from fucking Reservoir Dogs. Like, it's got some fucking proper good actors. Remember David Duchovny's in the first one? Yeah. Yeah. And Bonnie Hunt's in it. She's good. Yeah, she's alright. I like her. And Nicole Tom. Wait, who's that? That's Rice. Oh, Rice. Rice. White rice or brown rice? So mad. (laughs) Alright. Have we gone off topic again? It feels like we have. Everyone hates us. It feels like we got really They've already turned it off. I don't blame them. Um, so the episode opens... God, we really need to power through this shit. Alright, let's go. Joey and Chandler are debating. They've got an extra ticket to the next game. Ross can't go with them. They're like, who are we going to take? They can take a guy that smells or a guy that pokes them a lot. And Monica's like, oh, you should ask Richard. So they're like, oh, hey, Richard. Should we take a guy that smells or a guy that pokes you a lot? And Richard's like, oh, you should take someone who loves the Knicks, like me. And the guys are reluctant. How fucking dare they? They should be honoured. They're reluctant because that he's Dr. older. That Dr. Richard Burke would grace them with their presence for an evening of sports. But he's older and they don't know how they would relate to him. It's the equivalent of Jack Donaghy going to a game with Tufer and Frank. Yes. My big problem with Quidditch is... <laughs> if the snitch is worth 150 points, why do they bother with the quaffle? <laughs> oh, God. This is so many tangents. I'm so sorry. Um, how dare they? They should be honoured. Michael, not everyone that feels your affinity towards Tom Selleck. Well, they... It is revealed later that they were dead wrong. But anyway, Monica eventually convinces them to invite him. He goes along to the game with them. That's great. Sound the Ben sighting klaxon. <gasps> ben! Here he is. He's Good old alive. Ben. He's, He's there. Yes. He's a character. Those lesbians haven't killed him yet. Not yet. Thank goodness. He's there... Ross has watched him for a day. Carol, 2.0, and Susan come around to pick him up. Ross is all excited. He's like, oh, he pulled himself up on a table. It was the first time he's done that. But no, it isn't. And they were like, nope, you've missed that. You've missed a lot of first times. Sorry, Ross. Oh, I feel bad for That's him. That's what you get for being an absent father. He's not an absent father. He's spending all his time with that Twinkie in the city. 
He's got no time for his son. He's not an absent father. I think it's just a matter of his schedule and their schedules. Anyway, he has a little moan. He says, I want him for a weekend at least. I'm like, good God, you haven't had him for a weekend yet? I kind of thought that he did have him on right. weekends. One day? You get him for one day? Yeah, that's crap. Anyway, and they're like, yep, that sounds great. So he's like, oh, okay, cool. They were quite eager to get rid of him. Yeah. I think they needed some alone time away from him. Mm-hmm. Phoebe is on a mission. She's very upset. She, like, rents out a bunch of movies that her mom has lied to her about. I can't remember what they all were. Was a lie one of them? Gosh, I'm not sure. It was a bunch of classics, basically. A bunch of classics with sad endings, which she never got to because her mom would always turn them off. And she's like, God, I don't don't know what to believe anymore, basically. So that's her journey for the whole time. And we don't need to go into too many specifics for her. Joey and Chandler had a blast with Dr. Burke at the basketballs game. The basketballs game. There's two baskets and there's basketball game. Basketball. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. They love Richard now. And they show that love by emulating him. So Joey takes up putting cigars in his mouth. And Chandler Ah! grows himself a glorious mustache. It's disgusting. Is it? It's hideous. Is it real? I would rather have sex with Ross. Whoa. That's big. Yeah, that's big. Because you know Chandler, I think, is the most attractive. Right. It if he had Ross's height. Nasty. Right. It is nasty. Okay. And uh, kind of looks real to me. Yeah. You know, it's hard it'd to be tell. Really impracti- but... like, it'd be so impractical to like sit around and wait for him to grow it. Because like, it is a shit mustache, but that would still... If facial hair doesn't come naturally to you, that would be like a solid like month or two of growth. Then they wouldn't do that. If he no. didn't, if he couldn't grow one, they would have a fake one. So it's a fake one. Probably, but we don't know how his facial hair works. Well, we've never seen him with stubble. He could shave every time mm. before he shoots the episode. How likely is that, though? Oh, Michael. Anyway, they 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 love the guy. He's great. They're copying him, and and what's not to love? Gotta love Doctor Burke. Ross visits Rachel at her work with little baby Bouncing Ben. She is very awkward holding him. Oh my god, she's so awkward. She doesn't. She just holds him like under out. the armpits. It's just a mess. Yeah, well, she doesn't know how to do it. Yeah, I guess. But like, you wouldn't think to hold him like support his bottom at least. Mm. I don't know. He's and he's been good as gold. He's not even squirming or uh, nothing. He's, he's a, just hanging there. He is a well-trained baby mm-hmm. actor. As awkward as she is holding him, it's not as awkward as the conversation that precedes it because Ross starts talking about, oh, you'll be fine when it's our baby. And then Rachel's like, whoa, our baby? And he's like, yeah, we're going to have two babies and then we're going to move to Scarsdale and the taxes are high but the school system's good. And oof, Ross, it's a bit soon for all that. Yeah, it's a lot. And I'm so sorry to be stereotypical, but it's kind of um, something like a girl would do. Whoa. I'm sorry. But you know, because like, women have a tendency to think that way. A little normally before men. Not always. I'm, I'm being extremely biased and stereotypical here. You but sure are. But I'm just Come saying, join us in the... Like, you don't... How many times has a girl dated a guy and them thought about that or talked about it with their friends before the guy even even considered it, you know? It, it shocks Rachel. It does. It's it's a lot, to be honest, though. It is a lot. It's not just like, like ooh, she... a slip. Oh, I thought about us as a future and having a family. It's more like he's planned it out to the T. And she freaks out and she walks out of the coffee shop, which is a bit of an overreaction, but yes. also, come on, Ross. Fucking have some sense. So you've never done that? No. <laughs> Monica is uh, is concerned for Phoebe. She's like, oh, here, watch this film. You'll, it'll be fine. And she gives her It's a Wonderful Life. <gasps> My Good pick. God. Good pick. We love It's a Wonderful Life. We do. It's a good movie. We love It's a Wonderful Life. It's a good movie. It's great. It's, it's really beautiful. Great. It's, it's a classic. It's stunning. This is the first time I've seen this episode having seen It's a Wonderful Life. I was very late to It's a Wonderful Life. I only The first time I saw it, I was probably like 21 or something. What? Yeah, right. That's insane. Well. You didn't watch it as a family classic every Christmas Eve before you go to bed? Nope. You didn't grow up in my family. Sure didn't. You missed out. So she thinks that that will kind of... Rejuvenate? Rejuvenate! I got you. Like Wolverine from the X-Men comic book series. And you lost me. No. (laughs) 
there is more bonding to be had with Joey and Chandler and Richard. Dr. Burke, I do, I'm, I'm very sorry. Dr. Burke being the, the class act that he is, isn't put off and freaked out by Joey's cigaring and Chandler's mustachioing. They bond. They, they watch sportses together. They play foosball together. Uh, there's a nice scene where they're kind of just like giving each other shit, just like just like lads. Couple of lads. Like Chandler makes fun of him for being old, and 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 Doctor Burke gives him shit about hitting puberty. And his mustache <laughs> is gonna come in. It's good. It's good it's stuff. Good, yeah. yeah, good for them. It seems to be bothering Monica. Monica's like, I wanted them to hang out, but now that they are, I'm kind of bothered by it because he's he's spending less time with her. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. There we go. Ross catches up with Rachel and is like. What what happened there? Why did you storm off? I don't understand. And Rachel's like, they've been dating six weeks. I didn't realize it was that short amount of time. Yeah. I thought it was longer. Which kind of falls into us following the, the timeline. One episode represents one week in time because they started dating like six episodes ago. Yeah, it makes so, sense. Yeah, there we okay. go. They're following that timeline. That we're, we're kind of vindicated on that. Do you think it's a little much for him then? To, to put all that on her? You know... I'm all for one. I think it's better to speak your feelings than keep them bottled up forever and ever. Like, I, I, I think... I don't know. Like, when you're that early in a relationship, it's probably best not to, like, talk about the two kids that you're going to have together and stuff like that. It's, like, I think you have to be tact- tactical about it. You can be like, I see a future with you. I, like, I'm really excited about where we are right now. But to be like... Oh, we're going to have two kids. One boy, one girl. We're going to move here. We're going to play this. We're going to go to that school. Like, that's way too much. And I'm going to name the girl Emily. Right. Because I read it in a book and it sounded really nice. Mm-hmm. So, like, anyway, they they have a bit of an argument. Rachel does a really good job of, like, I. it's actually a really well-written scene for Rachel in terms of standing up for herself. She was like, I don't want my life to be depicted for me. That's one of the reasons I left Barry. That was something that happened to me in the past that is i you know i want to be in control of my own future it's that windblown book man telling me <laughs> it's actually the writers doing a good job with their female characters which is something they're not always super good at yeah so true. no I, I was really impressed by it it's kind of undercut by ross immediately firing back and kind of having the last word being like well i don't care because i love you and i'm gonna plan for a future with you and it and it like but that's the big moment, Mike. Yes, they say I love you for the first time. Yeah, but it's in a fighting way. It's, well, I love you. Well, I love you too. Well, okay, we've never said that before. Well, okay, let's kiss right now. Okay, you know. And they kiss and the tension is forgotten yeah. immediately. Good for them. Phoebe does not enjoy its wonderful life. She's like, that guy lost all the money and then the guy in the pharmacy made his ear bleed and she never got, <laughs> ironically, she never got to the ending. So after all of those happy movies with bad endings, she watches a movie that's pretty tough until you get to the end. And then when that policeman comes in with his accordion, you know, everything's going to be all right. Aw, it's such a wonderful movie. <sighs> yeah. I told you someone screen capped like that scene with Bert with his accordion from It's a Wonderful Life yes. on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I love the fact that Bert is here with his accordion because after seeing George Bailey on the bridge, having almost killed himself, his immediate reaction was, well, this is going to call for me to go home and get my accordion. (laughs) (laughs) It's Christmas, Michael. It's Christmas. (laughs) Great. Merry Christmas. Merry building alone. And look, I'm very cynical. You know I am. But that that scene does always get me a tear up. Mm -hmm. So... But not for Phoebe. She is not happy. And she just kind of spirals out. She's being very, very nihilistic. Nothing seems to matter. Nothing seems to care. She doesn't seem to care about anything. She's in a dark place, man. Poor Phoebe. Did this, this affect you seeing your hero? Like, the bubbles have burst. The rainbows have been... Yes. Actually, it did. I, I, I was concerned about how she's going to be in future episodes. If this is going to carry on or not. Hmm. Like, I don't know if this is going to be something like... It's just kind of forgotten and they write her out and whatever, she's back to normal for the next episode or if it's going to carry on. Yeah, maybe she's going to dye her hair black and become goth. And it's Are you f- giving me a spoiler? No, it's the first one. You got it right. It's going to be forgotten about it. Don't worry about it. Okay, well, I hope so. This is kind of a big deal, like learning that you've been lied to. Mm-hmm. Sure. I know it was, it was doing it for protective reasons, mm-hmm. but still. 
for sure. Monica comes around to the guys, the bachelor pad, while all the guys are playing foosball. She is slightly jealous that they're spending more time with Richard than she is. Until Joey puts his foot in his mouth and is like, oh, Richard, doesn't even have the courtesy to call him Dr. Burke. You're you're way cooler than our dads. What a bunch of a-holes. Uh, Chandler realizes that because he starts kicking him. Joey's like, why are you yeah. kicking me? He just keeps going on and on about how their dads aren't as cool as he is. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Richard Burke is like, oh, you think of me like a dad instead of a friend. It's a big deal. Yeah. You know. He's a man's man. He's not going to let it bother him. He's not going to let people see that it bothers him. He puts the, you know, chin up, stiff upper lip, all that good stuff. But yeah, you can tell he's a little bit like, oh, I thought those guys were my friends, but yeah. no, I'm just the cool dad. Yeah, it's kind of sad. But Monica consoles him, and it's okay. And at the end of the day, I'd rather get a kiss from Courtney Cox than play foosball with Matt LeBlanc and Matthew Perry. So he's fine with it. <laughs> yeah, right. She's he's more good. important than they are. Yes, to exactly. Him. Ross is teaching Rachel how to change Ben's nappy. Diaper. Yep. Uh, Carol, 2.0, and Susan come back from their weekend as they're getting stuff ready. Ross is out the room. Rachel's like, hi, Ben. And he's like, hi. He says hi. And she's like, oh, you said your first word. He said your first word. Ross missed it again because he's a terrible father. Sad sack. Yep. And, like... They're leaving, and they're like, bye, and he says bye, and he's like, oh, I heard it, great, bye. And, yeah, that's that's about it. Mm-hmm. They're happy that Ben said his last word. His first word. <laughs> not his last word. He's not immediately killed <laughs> as soon word. as he leaves the apartment. <laughs> Any last words, Ben? First word and last word. First word, hi, last word, bye. And, yeah, that's <laughs> so appropriate, I suppose, yeah. And the episode ends with Phoebe watching Sesame Street with Ben. It is a scene where with Bert and Ernie, where Ernie has buried Bert in the sand, and Phoebe's like, oh, this is like, it seems like traumatic, but I've seen the end, and it has an happy ending. Don't worry about it. And, yeah. That's kind of sweet. Yeah, it's quite She's to funny. reassure him that nothing bad's going to happen, it's okay, but I'm going to show you this, you know? It's well, sweet. who is she really reassuring, Elizabeth? Herself, Michael. Mm-hmm. Herself. Oh, you picked up on that, too. I did. Good for you. <laughs> All right, let's draw a line under that there. That was uh, episode 20 of season two, the one where old Yeller dies. Did you like that one? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it was all right. All right. Yeah. Cool. Did you? Uh, yeah. I thought they were both pretty good. Yeah, they were right. Yeah, they were both... Like, the note-taking was weird for it. Like, a lot of it was scenes kind of repeating themselves for mm. both episodes. Like, mm-hmm. it was like... Chandler yelling at Eddie, and Eddie saying he's going, and then Eddie isn't gone. Repeat a couple of times, and then in the second episode it was like, Richard's hanging out with Monica, and then he's going off to do some sports things with the guys, and then Monica is mad, and then it like goes back and forth. I don't know. And then yeah. Phoebe is like, oh, I'm upset. Like It was, it was kind of hard to take notes, because there wasn't any clear, distinct narrative paths for both of them. But they were both good. Like They were both funny, and they were both like clever, and yeah, I got no complaints. I thought they were both fine. So what do we have next? Next up, episode 21. We've got four episodes left in the season, Elizabeth. Wow. The one with the bullies. The one with the bullies. The bullies. Okay. Bully. Bully. Yeah. I think that's what they mean in the old English term. <laughs> yeah. That's where we're, we're heading from here. Okay. Want to have any predictions on that? The one with the bullies. Um, somebody gets bullied. By two people, presumably. It could be friends gang members that, that bully other people. <gasps> Surely not. The one with the bullies. No, probably not because they can do no wrong, basically. So it's mm. probably someone else bullying someone in the friends gang. No idea. That's that quite... could be playing words. It could be like a bulldog for all we know. Mm-hmm. Like two bulldogs. Someone adopts two bulldogs. You know, they call them bullies. Do they? Yeah, man. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> There was a an old um, British game show in the 1980s called Bullseye, which was based on uh, darts, because you have to throw a yeah. bullseye. Uh-huh. And the mascot for it was uh, Bully the Bull, and he was like a cartoon bull that would like throw bullseye. So maybe there's two of them. In so the two bulls or two bulldogs or two humans that are bullies. Well, not specifically bulls, specifically the, the, the mascot from the game show Bullseye. There would have to be two of them. 
But okay, Billy, so we have a lot to Billy go was his off name, of. so the fact that there was two of them seems unlikely. Because even if there was another cartoon, Bill, his name wouldn't be Billy. All right, let's wrap this shit all up. Right, okay. Um, thank you all very much for listening to this double bonus episode of Friends Till the End. We will be back. Hopefully on Sunday. The schedules are a bit hard right now. We we do aim for a Sunday and Thursday release date, but let don't hold us to that right now. I'm we're, sorry. We're, we're gonna try. We're gonna try. Elizabeth's gone Hollywood and thinks she's too good for us, but uh, <laughs> we'll see how we get on. If you do want to support the show, despite our infidelities, uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Friends Pod. You can give us a nice friendly review over on iTunes a nice rating review is a good way of helping us reach a larger audience and also telling a friend word of mouth is a massive way of helping to support the show and if you have a question for Ask Elizabeth at FriendsPod tweet us hashtag Ask Elizabeth if you have a question that you would like us to pose for Elizabeth on the show that is the way to do that thank you everybody who has contributed to the show and continues to support us because we we do love and appreciate it It's, it's pretty much the best thing about it you know, you don't get paid for doing for doing podcasts. And I dare say if we did, that would be the best thing. But because we don't, having support from people that listen is, is pretty good too. Indeed. Alright. Elizabeth, that's gotta do it for us. We'll maybe we'll maybe see you in a few days for another episode. Absolutely. Alright. Roll over, they tell me.